What's going on, everyone? It's another episode of BS Roulette with Tyler. Eddie. Patrick. Patrick. Patty Maltz. Patty Maltz. Daddy of desserts. Peace solstice. In the house. Daddy of desserts. So cool. He came up with it. That's awesome. I came up with Patty Maltz. He came up with Daddy of Desserts, and I said, that's how I'm referring to you from now. Because fucking, I might be. Go trademark that. You are the Daddy right of Desserts. Might be. Sure. Daddy awesome. of Desserts is sick. It costs that's, money to trademark. Do it, though. I, but you should do it. Like, don't lose Daddy of Desserts. What if I do? What that's, if it's already it's trademarked? Your, you lost twice. You and should stop check doing it out, it. man. All right, Daddy of Desserts. Let me look that up. Nah, see if anything comes that's up. later. Let's do that later. All right. Let's not do that. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to hear you try to trademark that. Uh, <laughs> That'd be kind of cool on air. Yeah, it wouldn't. I'm just going to go out there and say yeah, I don't think anyone yeah, gives a shit. Yeah, I'm just going to go out there and say no, it wouldn't be cool. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, it would be cool, but I don't think anyone wants to hear the boring process. Like, I think they'd rather hear, guys, I got a trademark. I got a trademark. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> this episode we are doing a brand new topic, serial killers. Um, pretty excited about this one. It's not, I mean, you know, usually we try to make our topics funny, and I'm sure we'll, we'll somehow find a way to make this one funny, but uh, or maybe not. But also, here's the thing, trying something new. So let us know what you think. You probably won't, but I had to say it anyway. So to kick off the topic, let's start with you. Okay, so... We're going to take you to Cleveland, Ohio. No, I don't want to The name? Go. No, no, no. You're not going. But the listeners are. Dude, I don't think all four of us. Nobody's going are. physically to Cleveland, Ohio. So what okay? are you talking about? So we're, we're, I'm setting the stage here. Oh, you're taking us on, on a mental journey. On a journey. journey. On a mental journey. Yes. The area is Cleveland, Ohio. The location. The location. So you're, set, you're giving us a setting. Yeah. Okay. Here's the setting. Cleveland, Ohio. First thing you think of, boo. What? Like boo, like it's bad. Like oh, fuck yeah. Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, fuck Cleveland. Oh, yeah, like, you like should have said boo. Yeah, yeah you should have okay, said okay. like that. Okay, Cleveland, Ohio. You're, you're setting boo. it up like it's a scary story, and then you said first thing you think is boo. I'm like, I don't know that they're known for being haunted. Very no, much. it's not known for being haunted. It's just notoriously known as... Sucks. Sucks. <laughs> it's sucks. notoriously known, known as sucks. sucks. Yeah. So, there's this guy there. Not currently, or there was? There was this guy there. See, you're not good with this. Okay. You're, you're, you're he, leaving out so many things. He has since left the earth in prison. Where's the prison, dude? On Mars? Cleveland, Ohio. You said he left earth in prison. No, he didn't go to the Mars. He died. Mars. Okay, he died. He didn't go to the Mars prison. He is dead. He is <laughs> void of life. Good. Okay. He's deceased. Okay, so guy's name is Anthony Soul. I believe you pronounce it Soul. S O W E L L. Sorry. Or Sowl. Something like that. So this guy was known in the Cleveland area in the early 2000s, I believe. Let me double check. Okay, 2006, for what they know, for what is known to the public and to the police and everything, he was active from 2000, late 2006, early 2007 to 2009. He has 11 known victims. 11 known victims. He lived in a house on some street in Cleveland, Ohio. And he was a bad man. He was a bad man, just to, to, to put it lightly. So... We have this guy, and he is drug addicted. He is in into prostitution, not himself, but he gets prostitutes to come and sleep with him. And what he did over those three years that he was active, 06 to 09, was he would lure these women in. He would lure these women into his house. He would... Just act like no nothing going on. They'd smoke a little bit of crack. They'd, you <laughs> nothing's know, going nothing's on. going on. Just a regular drug addicted <laughs> household in Cleveland, Ohio. So this guy, he'd invite women in. Much, much of, many of them. That was almost like a, I, yeah, I almost had a seizure there. <laughs> just for everybody listening. It looked Wait, like so that. can I just recap here? Yeah. Just Okay, so. Give me a quick recap. Where, when the guy in in a recap of what you said so far. Anthony Soul, S O W E L L, 
presently active killing from 2007 to 2009. Yep. Cleveland, Ohio. And he's dead. He went to prison. He's he got caught. dead. Went to prison. Got caught. Got caught in the end of 2009. Sentenced 86 counts of blase blah. I'll get into that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Okay. All right. Continue. So crack, so, crack house. He would it, lure it would, women into a crack house. He would house. lure women into his house, which was a crack den, nonetheless, because that's what that's all he did in there. It was gross, but he had, I believe, from from what I've looked into it, he had a sense, a semblance of charm. He was that, a charming character. Like he was a charismatic. Char- well, yeah, he had to lure these women. in. He had so to he lure had them to... in somehow. I mean, although it was on the promise of crack smoking and and possibly sex he was charming um uh somebody that you wouldn't suspect of doing something like that just an a, a, a normal character as you could say and he worked at this rubber factory and and he held that job for a little while then he started collecting unemployment benefits and would stay home and i believe his first victim was in the beginning or the end of 2006 or the beginning of 2007 and he lured her in with the promise of crack they were smoking crack he would act like he wasn't going to do anything wrong like he 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 didn't immediately get them inside and assault them and tie them up and kill them that's not get what them, he like, did comfy and... yeah he, it would be like it was like a whole process he, he was not just he was not the typical serial killer, I guess, where he's out to kill them. I, I believe after it came out and he was explaining his actions, I believe what he said was that he he blacked out. Like, it, he wasn't even in control at that point, and, that, and it wasn't him. I think he came, but I, I think they... But I, he had a ritual of sorts. That's common yeah. with a lot of serial killers, is they say that they just go into this like blacked out mode where they don't really remember doing these things but they know they did them afterwards yeah yeah and 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 the excuse was i think ridiculous because he had to have like smelt where he was living there's a whole thing let me get into it so he killed his first victim in 2007 i believe early 2007 how strangulation so the first victim lured in had like their lured in smoked smoked crack um had a i i'm guessing like an okay time where she didn't like run away or you know like think this guy was a creep or anything like that because i believe i mean up until later in the story that's i believe how it went down for the first like four or five he, he would bring troubled women into his home prostitutes uh to easy easy pickings <laughs> easy pickings people people that are very vulnerable con- yes exactly very vulnerable and that that's i mean that's just shitty i mean he's preying on the weak although he was weak himself too i mean he was definitely not in in the right he was not i don't believe he was raised right i think if i go he was a knucklehead he was we can put it that way he was a goof (laughs) and he was a goof yeah and he was a goofball so first victim early 2007 strangulation sexually 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 assaulted tied up and strangled now do you know was he was the victim sexually assaulted before or after the before murder? the before murder, the murder? Okay. before the murder i don't think there was any necrophilia in any of, of his dude, stories there's a lot of that when i when i like listen to the serial killer stories there's like a lot of necrophilia oh absolutely oh yeah like, that's what you hear all the time yeah. i i don't believe there was any necrophilia yeah. involved any yeah. of, any of, of any of his 11 known victims yep. i don't think any of that was part of it I think sort of the sexual sadist nature of him is that he would have like assault them and then he got off. I think that's how he got like off. Like he liked and, feeling like he had power over yeah, these Yeah, yeah, and, and control and and that's what he did was, was strangle them. Oh, possibly during the act. I'm not sure if that was it, but there was no necrophilia mm-hmm. involved. There was no after like st- keeping the body. Like the, it, it, it came out that he would bag up his victims and like leave them in the house he would leave them in the house like out in the open wow. yeah like like the house was a, a, a disgusting mess it is no longer there today they okay. had to tear it down like it was that it was that disgusting and that bad there was no saving it mm-hmm. and so now it right now it's an empty 
empty lot in that neighborhood that it's in. It still is an empty lot. Nobody's built a house or anything. That area's got to be haunted. Just to go back to your boo comment earlier. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you were right the first time. I guess. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> All right, so, so let's go on here. Somewhere in between the first victim and the second and third, there was a woman who he lured in with the promise of crack and possibly sec- a sexual encounter that escaped. There was a woman second that... Second or third? What, victim? Yeah. It, 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 I believe it would have oh, been... Oh, before, in between his second and third person. Yeah, attempt. that he killed known... So third attempt. Yeah, third attempt, basically, is that he tied this woman up, he started sexually assaulting her, and she managed to escape. She managed to jump out of his third-story balcony, run away, and run to the police and get the police. Wow. And... What happened was, this this might have been, now, now that I'm thinking back, I believe that he tried to start earlier from his, like, to, from 2007 to 2009. I believe he tried to start in the early 90s, because this was a woman that was in the early 90s that had this happen to her, and she escaped. So this wasn't in between the second and third? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. That was my mistake. That was, okay. that was my mistake. And he went to prison for it. He went to prison for, for 15, 15 years for aggravated rape and assault. Okay. Like, that's what he went to prison for. Okay. And, and I believe he got out of prison around 2005. I think I think okay. it happened yep. like 1990 to, and then 2005 got out of prison. Okay. And that's when he vamped it up. He, he might have had earlier victims. I'm, I'm not sure. The only, the only time frame that they know and like the known people that were killed is 07 to 09. Okay. So those are like his 11 victims known to uh the police at least right. the 11 victims that were found in and, the house that he confessed to yeah and confessed to and and was charged with at least and so that happened he went to jail came out then had his first second yes first second and now this woman that i'm thinking of in between the second and third possible victims that he had in in this is like 07 08 there was another woman women there was another woman that escaped jumped off his third story balcony, mm-hmm. went to the police and the police didn't do anything. They didn't charge either her or him because he had uh, marks on his face. Like he had looked like he gotten assaulted as well. Right. So they couldn't take either of their stories. So they just let it go. Okay. Like they, they didn't charge him. They didn't charge her. Her story was like a little off from what he was telling. Obviously different stories. Oh yeah. The guy was trying to avoid jail or going back to prison, whatever, or like actually believing what story that she told them, which was probably the truth that he tied her up, assaulted her and thought she was going to die. Right. Like, and so his... now before you keep going though, yeah. how did the first person escape? Do you know? The first person, yeah. Um, I I think he they just had an encounter where I I I recall reading about where he had his hand around her neck so tight that her feet her legs started tingling and she broke free and escaped and that's she broke free and ran out the front door and ran away. Okay, wow. right. like but that's what, why she thought he was going to kill her. Right. And that's why he got ultimately got charged and went to prison. Right. Like he thought, I mean, the police obviously thought he was really going to kill her right and for a span of two years which is not a lot of time if you think about it to have like 11 known people like to uh strangle 11 people the story that went along with this guy is that somewhere in the middle of that and and his 11 victims is that there was a, a very foul smell coming from the house that the neighbors knew something was up Mm -hmm. and what he blamed it on and told the police it's the sausage store down the street Mm -hmm. that's what he blamed it on and this guy of this the sausage uh plant or what whatever it was the store whatever it was like butcher shop i believe it was just strictly sausage shop and he spent thirty thousand dollars trying to fix that smell put more vents in all this stuff and it didn't go away. Like right. a couple months later, it didn't go away. That smell was still there. So 
this guy is living off of unemployment benefits. His victims range from like women with kids, uh, 50, 50 something year old. That's like a widow. Like it, it was all predominant. It was predominant. I won't say all, but predominantly black women who were vulnerable. This guy was also black, but it was like a black neighborhood and, and predominantly black women who were drug addicted. Like I said in the beginning, it was vulnerable people and, and it's, Every victim, they were able to find their, like, cause of death when, when they finally, like, went to the house and, and looked at what was going on there. They know that it was, um, I forget the medical term, but it's, it's strangulation, like, asphyxiation by nothing other than hands. Mm -hmm. Like, well, I forget what like the medical term is. manual strangulation. Yeah, yeah, something like manual asphyxiation or something. Like, like he didn't use anything. So this guy like took out all his rage like physically like and choked them out to and death. That's right. the power thing because it's like very like you're right involved in that. There's nothing Yeah. I yeah. can't remember the word. Yeah, you I can't separate use. yourself from it. Yeah. It's um like very intimate killing. Yeah. It's, yeah. Which is sick because he he clearly In a bad way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's not Which is sick as awesome. fuck, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is sick. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's like demented. It's it's twisted, yeah. and I I can't. I'm trying to remember. Let's see. While you're doing that, yeah. There was uh. I I was thinking about it today. This is so off topic, dude. I was thinking about it today, like how like slang changes, and I remember watching an old video of uh uh joe rogan with um fear factor mm -hmm. and like i don't know the people were doing like this you know like their competition it was like the physical thing or whatever and everyone else on the side was like watching with joe and joe was like how sick are you guys gonna be if if like they beat your time and the guy was like oh, dude so fucking sick like i like i'm gonna be so sick if like and like i was laughing hysterically because i'm just like oh god like it doesn't even make sense to me right now like i know what they're saying and i know what they mean but he, he was like so serious. He was like, "How how sick is this that they're gonna beat your?" And like they like you yeah. know what I mean. It yeah, was like yeah. in the '90s, I think. Yeah, you know, yeah, I was yeah. laughing. That's yeah. why I was. Yeah. No, that, anyway. that's yep. Yeah. Off topic, uh, but you know. No, 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 no. It's sort of on. You said you said sick, so it's sort of on topic. Oddly enough, I I don't know how how much that pretty much what it was. For him was. I, I believe Eddie has the right idea is that it was for him. It was, and this is a lesser known guy. You don't really hear about this guy. If anything from Cleveland, you hear about the, um, Ariel Castro, the guy who abducted the three children and held them in his house for like over 10 years. And then they escaped. I don't know if you guys know that. No, one. but if we have time one. at the end, let's hear about that. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you about that one too. But this guy is, is lesser known to that. Right, like right, he, right. So, like, which, by the way, guy. that's kind of that's kind of the point. Like we, new topic, but we also kind of wanted to do something different. Like, like we, we didn't want to talk about, about Ted Bundy. Bundy. Yeah. 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 So, this guy, uh, on in September two thousand nine, this guy invited this woman in for a drink, and uh, she told. She, this is what she told police: is that after a few drinks, he became angry and hit, choked, and raped her as she passed out. She was able to, once she came to, he was not there anymore. So this is how, this is like after 11 victims. This is after 11 victims. So this was like his last. So he thought she was dead when he left? Possibly. Yeah. And he was just going to do the cleanup, whatever later, you want to yeah. call it later. But she woke up and she called the police. And on October 29th of 2009... So this is now, it's not even that old, actually. No, like, 12 dude. years ago is not even that long ago. And... Yeah, I thought mine was recent, but yours yeah, yeah. is more recent yeah. than mine. And so they arrived at his home with an arrest warrant. He was still not there. Two day, He was located and arrested two days later. And that's pretty much his MO was, like, assaulting, raping women, and strangling them to death by luring them to his property with an invitation to smoke crack and that's about it mm. like that that's really it so i mean 
at the time of his arrest, he was 50. So, I mean, that means... At most, he would have been 62 right now. Yeah, what he passed in, in February of this year. Oh, really? He passed in jail from a terminal brain injury or something like that. Huh. Tyler. And, yeah, I was going to do it too. And, uh, <laughs> so... Thank you much. Uh, yeah. Before you continue, yeah, let's. Uh, so the what last, else do you want to know? Because his last I... victim, he strangled her. Thought she was dead. Strangled, raped. Definitely thought she was dead. Thought she was dead. And left he the left house. The house. So we're talking about a matter of hours. Yes. In a matter of hours, he's gone. She comes to, gets the fuck out of there. Runs to the police. Yeah. Reports the guy. Yeah. And he gets caught. Yeah, I believe goes Ugh. to a neighbor and calls the and has right, them call yeah, the police. Right. And no, she ran all the way to the police station. She, she was full of energy she after being yeah, strangled yeah, sure. and died yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for a short period of time. So then they then they couldn't find him for like two or three days, and then they found him. Oh, because he probably came home and saw she was gone and said, "I'm getting the fuck out." Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Leaving all of the bodies that are out in the open, and uh, I'm assuming. Yeah, it was like I I believe it came out to four were buried in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Not enough. Th- yeah. No. Not three, enough of them were yeah, buried. Yeah. Like, the first three, four were buried, and then he got tired. Three in the basement, Ugh. and, like, four in the attic. Ugh. And just... I, the thing that you you can look at this guy and just tell whether or not he was... Let me was, see a picture. Whether or not he was... Uh, <laughs> whether he was... Whether or not he was mentally there... I mean, that's a crazy smell. Dude. It's gotta be a crazy... That's a, you can't... Like, di- yeah. It's gotta be a crazy smell. It's just the empty eyes, dude. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, he looks like a like a demon. Right. Like, Maybe doesn't it's even... the crack that like disassociates yeah. oh, absolutely. him from it. But how do you disassociate from the smell of eleven rotting bodies yeah. in the house over two years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 it's, it's just disgusting. Yeah. Like it's like he was obviously living a dirty, lot. Like he had a dirty livelihood and a dirty life to begin with. But that's like. There's got to be something in him that, like... I mean, if you think about it, it's five... It's, like, five murders every year. Right. Pretty right. much. So, like, once every two months or whatever you want to do, on like, on average, it's you're luring a woman in, you're raping, assaulting, and strangling them. Right. Going to work in between all yeah. this. Yeah. Going to the store. With the smell, you're also... Every time you come back into your home, you relive it. Like, that... You are the well, definition I was say, of a monster. I was going to say, like, that might be part of the reason why, like, he didn't give a fuck about the smell. Because, like, obviously the guy was a fucking complete scumbag. So, coming home and and smelling, like, maybe, like, for whatever reason, like, he didn't care because he's also like, yeah, like, this is my handiwork, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's It could true, have been a trophy. I mean, he probably kept them as trophies at some point. That's what they call it, yeah. like, trophies right, yeah. for a lot of serial killers. Yep. Like, so, maybe that smell was... Like a yeah, exactly. A sick way of of being like comforted in a yeah. sense, which like, is just fucking. How did crazy. he? How did he die? He died from a terminal brain illness in prison. So well, how he didn't long get after? the chair? Like twelve years. After. Oh, so he did at least twelve years. Oh yeah, he did like he did eleven. I believe February twenty twenty one. He died. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No shit. Yeah. It's a shame he died so soon. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was only 62 when he passed, I think, and he was yeah. 50 when he was... I wish he lived crimes. to be 350 fucking years old, spent every yeah. day in prison Yeah, but the problem with those fucking people is that, like, it's it's just not... It, there's no... It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, dude, you know what? Like, no, no, no. Not to say, like, it's not, like... Th- there's nothing There's nothing good enough that you could do to that guy that would no. be yeah, punishment yeah. enough. But, at the very least, dude, like, more than 12 years. Like... Oh, no. I, yeah, I'm sick to easy, my stomach that the guy fucking died. And, like, I don't care how sick you are, dude. Like, I believe he was sentenced to death. It yeah, just never, That's it what never I mean. got there. Well, dude, it takes, well, it for, did. It takes forever, it did. though, for like them to get... He had life in prison. He yeah. died in prison. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, it just sucks that he died. So, like, I wish he had a long, miserable fucking Well, that's life. like when there's like a pedophile or something. Oh, yeah, dude. Them, them getting... Them getting the electric chair is, like, getting off easy. They should be put in a room with those kids' parents and beat to death. Like, oh, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, so, not to death, but just to the brink of death. Right. And then do it again. These guys, like, th- I mean, from all accounts, right, like, in prison, especially, like, rapes and stuff like that, they do not get, you know, they do not get good treatment in fucking prison. So I just wish that he had 350 fucking years of getting beat, raped, and fucking, like, you Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so he was sentenced to death. Um, 
that was his like sentence for I think it was 80 80 something convictions wow. 80 74 counts of rape kidnapping tampering with evidence and abuse of a corpse and at first he pleaded that's what I was saying before is he pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity it I I don't can you get an insanity plea if there's substances in your system that like make you like not I'm sure that doesn't affect it I, I think you I'm, still can. You can. Okay, I because think, I, was just, I think. I, don't I was know. just saying because like it messes with your brain function anyway. Right. Like I, w- I would e- even venture to say that that might be part of the reason, like part of the argument. If they say like insanity due to drug use. Yeah. Okay. yeah I don't yeah. even know that that's something that they say, but yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like they could. Ar- I don't know. Right. Because I to just me. don't. Th- I just don't feel like they can be like, oh yeah, he's insane. Well, oh, dude, that, that's you, a bullshit When you're using plan. drugs, you are insane. Right. Like, that's that's what it is. But th- I believe they were... I believe the insanity plea is that you're not mentally... Like, you have a very low IQ. Right, or, or you don't realize what you're doing. I know a lot of times it's like capable. they don't realize that... They say we don't realize what they're doing is wrong. Like, there's no remorse for it. Because there's no moral right. morality. I don't care, dude. Bury him under the prison. Agreed. Do not care. Yeah, so I... I what he did was plead not guilty of insanity. Then he just pled not guilty, which, and there was like, at, what I read at the, at the end of like, like near his trial date and, and all that stuff is that he didn't receive a fair trial because of media attention, which I don't even remember this going on. Me either. I mean, no, it must've been mean, huge around Chicago. Or oh, I'm sure. Chicago, yeah. Whatchamacallit. Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. And I, I don't remember any of it. And when I, I found this because of like uh, one of those YouTube people that I watch that does true crime, and I and I looked at this and just the like that's a a lot of serial killers have their death like uh, their killings like spread apart like years and years. Oh, yeah. This was like two years that he just went like he tried to do it as much as he can. Oh yeah, like there course. was clearly no stopping. Like he, right. that woman was gonna be number twelve. Like that right. escaped. So it's like. I don't know. I thought it was very interesting because one, I I didn't really hear about it up until recently, and I and I feel like I'm fucking serial killered out. Like right. I, I'm like I I hear about it all the time. That's like videos that I watch. Is that right? Like true crime and all that stuff. And I've never heard. And about it got them. past you. Yeah, and and I think eleven is a significant amount of people. Oh, dude, like mm-hmm. it's a lot of people. I I can't. I don't even know 11 people. You know 11 people. <laughs> you know two people right now. Yeah, that's least. two. True. We're yeah, nine yeah. away. Yeah, I know. You know 11 people. Yeah, well, you know. I know. Uh, but I, I think... I don't know. I mean, if he was... The guy wasn't young either doing this shit. Yeah, he was middle-aged. He was 50. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, that's crazy. That's yeah. old to be, like... Luring people into a house. Yeah, starting to do that. Like, that's... Now, were there signs early in life? Like, was there any kind of violence or... I don't think he had... I, I mean, I'm sure he didn't have the greatest upbringing, yeah. but he... I mean, the only thing that, like, would stem from, like, violence is... Like, I mean, he was in the military, I right. guess. That okay. was, like, part of it. He was... That was his early life was military. It's so... Uh, it's crazy, the, like, similarities between the, the upbringings, though. Like, if yeah. my guy and the guy that you're talking about... Yeah. I feel like that's a very common thread. Yeah. With... Well, that said, let's go to yours. Okay. Yeah, that, and that's Anthony Soul. No, that was a good job, dude. Dude, that's that's fucking crazy. I can't. I'm actually. Yeah, I hope I hope that this is as interesting to like listeners as it is to me because I love this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah is, I don't love it. I, I, I love I'm it. interested by it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the best way I can say it. <laughs> I, I let's love just it, let's though, just backtrack too. everything because we're in a PC culture and I can't say that I just love hearing say, interesting stories. None of us love murder. Yeah, no, we don't love but murder. But all of us love listening to it. Yes. No, we don't love listening to murder. We love hearing stories about scumbags going to prison. Yes, yeah. I like that. And with that said, a big scumbag, and the definition of I think my definition of a scumbag is somebody that is supposed to make you feel safe and feel comfortable in the thing that they're doing and completely abusing that power. A doctor. Yeah. Okay. A nurse, actually. All right. But yeah, so imagine you go to a hospital and the only thing that they're supposed to do is help you to get better. Well, Charles Cullen did not do that. He was 
the exact opposite. All right. And although he claimed he did it to have mercy on these people, I, I don't really think that that is the case. Year and year and place. So he was active as a killer from 1988 to 2003. That's a long. That, time. It's a very very long time. So and he was born in Feb on February 22nd, 1968. So when he was 20 years old, this is when he started his his killing spree. But oh, wow. a little information on his background. He was the youngest born of, well, obviously his parents. He was the youngest born of eight. Okay. His siblings were all significantly older than him. And he was a very, like, small, like, not, he was like a weak. He was the like, my, Yeah, he was like a mild-sized kid. And, um, so his, his, um, Jesus Christ. His, like, sister's boyfriends and stuff were, like, horrible to him. And his brothers all had, like, dependency issues on, on like, substances and things. So he just had a really rough upbringing. His father died, I, I believe he was eight when his father died. Eight or nine. That's early, man. Yeah, dude. So, yeah. So he, he just grew up. He was bullied in, in school and all that. Mm -hmm. So at nine years old, he actually tried to kill himself with a uh, wow. home chemistry set. So as as you can see, there like there were a lot of early signs that something wasn't mm -hmm. exactly right with him. Um, and at eleven, he wrote a book, of, and I can't remember the name of it, but basically the whole premise of the book is how life has no meaning, and that there's just like so there were a lot of really when, when like he, at what age he was eleven. Oh, he was eleven and wrote a book. Yeah, about no read a book. No wrote. Oh, he wrote a he book. He wrote a book. Okay. Like it wasn't published. I don't. No, know. obviously. But well, he, well, right. It could he, be. Yeah, he wrote a book, <laughs> and like I said, it, it literally the whole thing was just about how life has no meaning, and just, just life is just utter despair and sadness. And unfortunately, there was just nobody there <laughs> to. I I knew you weren't gonna say this, but I was praying you were gonna say. Unfortunately, there were a lot of spelling errors because he was eleven. <laughs> but that's like... hysterical. No. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> I, was like, I was waiting for it to be said <laughs> alright no but uh yeah so I mean like I said he was bullied in school so he got invited to a party in like his first year of high school and as a way to get back at everybody he put rat poison in drinks in like the big like the mix of drinks and tried to kill a bunch of the people in his school Jesus yeah and luckily nobody died from that but that was his first attempt he was like 16 or 17. That was his first attempt at murdering multiple And he didn't people. get caught for that? or No, every, nobody realized what it was. They just thought it was... Like, nobody realized that he had poisoned the drinks. And I'm guessing that came out later? I think he confessed to it okay. when he... Okay. But, uh, yeah, and then his mom died, and that really sent... His mom died in a car accident, so that really set him over the edge. And he dropped out of school. Like, so he has no parents now. No parents yeah, now. Siblings that are just, like, distant out of his life. One died of an overdose. So, like... And if, so, cause I know you said there was a big age gap, like, what are we talking, like 10 years between him and like the next sibling, between him and the next sibling, probably somewhere around Damn. seven to 10 years. And yeah. then the, I don't, I don't know the exact age difference. Those are two different li lives. Yeah. Like, that's, no, it that's is. Insane. Um, like, okay. So the best way I can explain it, cause I don't have like exact numbers in front of me, but his father was a World War II veteran. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So think about that. Like, And then they moved to Jersey. Like He met his wife and they moved to Jersey. So he had old parents, He had too. older parents. I think, I want to say the dad was like 56 or so. When they had him. Yeah, it had to be. Because yeah. from that time, you'd expect your parents to be in like the Korean War. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. So he dropped out of school and he was like trying to find like a way to live on his own because like he said that his mother left him like no money and he didn't have any money so he got a job at a roy Rock. or no actually i'm sorry he went he joined the military he joined the navy right after that okay and he was i guess he was a pretty smart kid and he was good uh like good on his tests and stuff so they made him a ballistics okay. uh what like he observed the ballistics like he made sure that the missiles and like all the weaponry on the ship was you know whatever but he was still bullied in in the navy they like i guess that was common they they would mess with the new guy oh um, dude you you mean to tell me in the military yeah. they bust your balls yeah no wow. but uh like and usually that goes on until they kind of you know they're like right, they show your stripes yeah well i guess it never really stopped with him just because of how weak and like right. small he was so he developed an alcohol problem like like pretty bad uh and he tried to kill himself again and he failed. Like, this is a recurring theme. He really is bad at suicide. Um, Too bad. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it would have helped a lot of people out, actually. Right. Um, so then, I, I guess things were fine on the ship, and then one night, a like a higher-ranking officer caught him. He's standing dressed as a surgeon in the middle of the night, like 3 o'clock in the morning, just staring at the weapons, like at the control center for like shooting off the weapons. And he's just like rocking back and forth. And it's like, the guy's like, who are you and what are you doing? And finally he told him, and he got like severely, severely punished. And then they finally shipped him, took him off of that ship. Because this was, this was a submarine. I don't know if I mentioned that. So like, Oh no, but yeah. Yeah, so cool. he was, he, you can't have someone like that in charge of the weapons under, you know. <laughs> right, right. Just yeah. in general, but like underwater. <laughs> and a, yeah. So they moved him to like a supply ship and whatever. After six years, he got out of the military. And he got a job at... Because he wanted to become a nurse. He decided, oh, I want to become a nurse. Which is why, I guess, he was dressed as the surgeon. Okay. Um, so, that was the night he decided. Yeah, I guess that was it. Yep. That was his career path for the rest of his life. But uh, So, yeah, he started working at Roy Rogers, which is where he met his wife. Um, they dated for, like, six months, and then they got married. For the folks at home, Roy Rogers is a fast food restaurant that serves, specializes in chicken. Yeah, they're good. I was about to ask. That's a fast food. I've place, had their right? burgers. I've never, I've never had, had it. their chicken. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. No, you might. I, you might be food. right. I don't know, but I've only had their burgers, and their burgers are good. It's fast food. It's good mood food. They definitely have burgers. Chicken is, is that a possibility. Motto? No, that was. Oh. I think that was Arby's. Um, and then they became. We got the meats. But right. anyway. <laughs> So, so he worked there yeah met he a worked woman, there met the, met the girl yeah married her apparently he was like a really loving boyfriend and like really you know but then after they got married within the first year because he started working at this hospital uh let me just look at the name of the hospital he and this is where this is in new jersey oh yeah so wait he grew up in new jersey grew up in new jersey joined the navy the, yep. Then kind of then came back and he's still in New Jersey. He, okay. he wants to go to nursing school. And he's back from the military. What year? Uh, eighty something okay. after six years. So he was born. went to the military in eighty eight when he was. Oh no! No no no! That's when out. he started killing. Okay. So say somewhere mid to late eighties. He is when okay. this is going. Came on. home. He's a nurse. Right. Well, he wants to go to nursing school. Has no money because he only has the pension from the military. His mother left him nothing because. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he was discharged after six years. Uh, he wanted to go to nursing school, so he went to uh, Roy Rogers. He met his future wife there, and he was a really good boyfriend. They got engaged after six months, and he started working at Saint Barnabas Hospital, and. Uh, like, the wife was super cool about it. Like, she was really excited for him because that was, like, what he wanted to do. So they left their honeymoon early, all this stuff. And then, apparently, he became, like, a real dick to her. Like, just completely distant, wouldn't talk to her, nothing. They said they were more like roommates. It was just kind of, like, two ships passing. Awkward. And then, yeah, just super awkward. And every time the wife would ask, like, what is the matter? He'd be like, I'm fine. You know, whatever. And he was getting, like, super back into alcohol. He would hide his alcohol in the garage. He would hide out in the garage. Um, but then they got pregnant in 1988 with his first... Or they had their first kid in 1988. And he became, very like, a very loving father for the first year of this, of this kid's life. So he, like... Turned off for a while yeah. and then got back. But never came too. back to the wife. He would ju- he like channeled all his energy now back onto the daughter. Or I can't remember if it was daughter or something, but yeah, their but kid. child, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then that faded away. And then he took a real interest in their two dogs that they had. Like he would he would torture the dogs. He would let them he would like not feed them for days on end. He would leave the door open and let them wander away. Then he would like oh. put them in trash bags and throw them. Like, what? Yeah, he's what? Just, That's sick. He's a fucking psycho. That not sick. Not I mean, sick. <laughs> like Joe Rogan sick. Not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, so uh, that's actually a uh, early sign with serial killers. They say is yeah, that they like to animals. torture animals. So the dog, one of the dogs, actually was taken away by Peter. Good. Yeah, and the wife was like miserable. Like she didn't. She wasn't a part of that. Right. So she went and fought to get it back. And she was like, you need to knock it, knock the shit off with these dogs, you know, all that. So fine. And then he started, uh, you're being a real knucklehead. You're being a real knucklehead. Well, then he was a real knucklehead to his neighbor's dogs and actually wound up killing the dog and like leaving it in a back alley. So the wife brings it. How? I don't know. Okay. Like he just killed it. 
I don't know if it, if he threw it or kicked it or what. But like I said, you can see that where this right. is fucking going, and that's you know it's terrible. But and then right right around that time, he had his first murder. Um, he was working on the intensive care unit at the at Saint Barnabas. Barnab- yep. Yeah. So a sunburn victim came into the burn unit. And, uh, obviously most people don't die of a sunburn. He, you know, he's getting better or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Cullen used a syringe full of lidocaine and he went into the, into the unit and put the needle into the IV bag. So he just injected a lethal dose of lidocaine into this person. And that's how he would do all of his kills. He would just go in, he'd pretend to look at their charts he would, you know, talk to them, try and be like, oh yeah, we're going to do this, yada, yada, yada. And he would inject poison. That was his, his MO. That was how he killed people. And that was it. Like that, there was no reason behind it. He said they were mercy killings. Like, oh, this person's not going to get better. And yet it was somebody with a sunburn. Right. Uh, at St. Barnabas, he killed 12 patients. Um, Damn. And he switched from lidocaine to insulin, so he would inject insulin into mm-hmm. these bags, and they would lower the blood sugar to the point yep. where they died. And uh, like I said, they, he claimed they were out of mercy. So after a while, two security guards that were ex-cops were like, "How are twelve people dead of insulin overdoses?" You know, right? So they looked into it, and uh, and you know they're looking, 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 and then they find. In an investigation, they find that the IV bags have been tampered with. They found, obviously, all of these people. So, they, the staff suspects that it's Cullen. Um, the poli- Based they, on what? Just his behavior, that he's in patients' rooms that aren't his. Like, he's okay. just, just a weird guy. And, like, um, patients had complained, like, oh, he came in here with, you know, whatever. Um, he, you know, he's not my doctor. Why is he in here? Uh, but so, like I said, the staff um, suspected him, and they went to the police with it. But they wouldn't do an investigation because the hospital wouldn't allow them to. Because back in that time, especially, the hospitals were super worried about being sued. Like they had, if if one of those cases got out, they would be sued for millions of dollars because right. it's like you have a murderer on your staff and you're doing nothing about it. So. Instead of placing any charges on him or anything like that, the hospital just fired him, mm-hmm. you know, based on IV tampering. They didn't go to the police. They just let him go. Um, and then, you know, he was out of out of work for a little while, and he actually got a job as a coroner nurse at Warren Hospital. So I guess he was there to look at the bodies. They didn't really, like, I couldn't really find in detail what a coroner nurse does, but I guess... I mean, a coroner investigates bodies, so I would assume that's. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know what the exact nurse. I've never even. Heard no, of yeah, I had never heard of it either. Might have just been like an old timey name for yeah. coroner. Yeah. Um, and he actually used Saint Barnabas Hospital, which was the one he had gotten fired from, as a reference, and they gave him a reference. What? Yeah, dude. So this guy, he slips under the radar. Well, I'm sure they were just thrilled to hear he was working with people that were already dead. I guess, but he, I, he was working with a live patients too, um, live patients. So I don't know if he was just like in one part of the People hospital. People who to might start be it. dying soon. Yeah. No, I don't. I was making a joke. No, but it's it, <laughs> maybe. It is, I don't know. It is possible because, like I said, a lot of his victims were elderly. Like apparently, all of his victims were going to be dead soon. Well, so fair, it doesn't matter. fair, fair. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, how crazy is that that they used uh, they let him have a reference? Like they didn't write him a glowing review, but they weren't like, yeah, this guy murdered twelve people while he was at our hospital. Right. So, in 1992, he had a second daughter. Uh, pretty soon after that, his wife filed for divorce because he started torturing the dogs again. Jesus. Um, and she actually called the police on a domestic violence charge. And when the police came, they were like, they saw that obviously it wasn't there wasn't any domestic violence. It was against the animals. But uh, that like that was the basis for her divorce case mm-hmm. because uh, it was more of a cry for help. Okay. So. Yeah, so then he tried to kill himself again. Uh, he had, and then he went to a mental evaluation center once they found him. Like uh, he was, he moved into a basement apartment, and uh, the landlord or something found him. He got sent to a mental evaluation center, and within like less than two weeks, he was back at work. Like they didn't care that he went to a mental institution that he tried to. Kill and he himself. got out. 
And he got out of the mental institution. Yeah. That's why I was asking, like, based on... <coughs> based on what? Like, did they assume him in the hospital? Um, because I was curious about, like, how he was acting around other people. Yeah, and apparently, no, he the just, guy was a good actor. Not because... even that. Like, he would just walk into, like... Like, other nurses were complaining, like, why the, this guy's walking in on my patients. No, no, that's what I was saying, though. But, I mean, I was asking for the sake of saying, like, oh, like, they were saying, oh, like, this guy's weird. Like, like in the, he was in the military. Right. But apparently the guy must have been a pretty good actor if he was able to get out of mental fucking, you know, Yeah, about you, yeah. Um, you know, that quickly. And, like, there's, there's also, like, uh, he got awards for nursing and, like, it's crazy. Like, he must have been some hell of an actor. Uh, so, yeah, he went back to work, and he became obsessed with this new co-worker. He asked her on a date. She said yes, and apparently it was just, like, a total shit show. Like, a not a good date at all. And he just kept, like, buying her stuff and, like, showing up at her door. And, like, he proposed to her after a month, even after they had been on one bad date. And she was like, please leave me alone. Will you marry me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, and then this is where he started to use digoxin, which is a poison that can't be traced very easily unless it's specifically tested for. Okay. Um, in like a, whatchamacallit, in an autopsy. Right. So, yeah, that was like his new poison of choice. I think, I'm pretty sure from then on out, 99% of his kills were with this digoxin drug. Uh, so after that... He was arrested for breaking into his crush's home in the middle of the night. He just broke in, was waiting for her in her kitchen, and she kept him, like, talking until the police got there. He was sent to jail. He was released and just had to pay a fine. And he got, and they placed a restraining order on him against the co-worker. Uh, and he attempted suicide again. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is, like five or six times now that he's attempted suicide yeah you know dude i'm gonna go out there and say i don't think he was attempting i think he was pretending just like trying to get yeah i think because apparently he's pretty good at killing people not himself though right why wouldn't he just digoxin right why wouldn't you just inject yourself with fucking insulin or the other shit or whatever he didn't want to die he just wanted to attention yeah exactly attention right exactly he's a fucking loser fair was he's dead right no no um so he killed a woman after that he killed a woman who was recovering from breast cancer like complete like she was recovered she was uh signed out to go home that day mm-hmm. her her son was there picking her up he comes in he walks into the into the room with just with her and her son and goes can you please leave while i you know while i check her out before she goes and the son's like that's weird but okay like you know it's a medical professional mm-hmm. you're not expecting that uh and he injects the the digoxin into her iv bag just enough though that it like it didn't kill her within an hour or two she goes home and by the next morning she's dead so the son is like livid he's like she was fine this Mm -hmm. weird guy that's not her nurse comes into the thing and now she's dead so he brings a state prosecutor in and like tries to put a case against cullen uh because he was like this guy's suspicious Mm -hmm. whatever Nothing comes of it. So he quits. The, he, the the guy quits working at the hospital because he claims to feel uncomfortable working there. Mm-hmm. Right. How fucking weird is that? Like, you're murdering, you know? Yeah. He got his, Then he went and got his Pennsylvania nursing license. So he went from New Jersey to Pennsylvania, and I believe he was in Connecticut for a little while as well. So within three states, you know. Uh, for the most part, only killed elderly victims. He got a job at Hunterton Hospital, and he started an affair with a married nurse uh, in 1994, and he was working in the ICU there, uh, where he killed five patients in less than two years. Wow. Yeah, so his kill count's freaking rising at this point. Right, right. Um, He quit the job at Hunterton after the girl broke up with him. Okay, so we're at like 19 people, I think. Yeah, he, I mean... At the time, he's convicted of 29. He said that he'd killed at least 40, and he's expected to have killed over 100. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so then he winds up working at Morriston Memorial Hospital, and he was fired after less than a year, where they try- and then he tried to kill himself again. Uh, and he was brought to Warren Medical Facility, which is where he worked previously, uh, 
And then they tried to take his blood and he freaked out and he sued the hospital saying that he was being abused by the nurses. Wow. Yeah. Um, and finally, I think this is where he ends. No, he doesn't end up here. But th another one, he works at Liberty Rehab and Nursing Homes. So and now he's working with all elderly patients. Yep. Which is, you know, his key demographic that he loves to kill here. Uh, and he got another nurse fired. Because he poisoned her patient. So she was like the only one that was working with this patient. He poisoned the, the thing. He walked in. The The nurse complained multiple times to the staffing that like what, this guy walks in. He just reads my patient's charts. Mm -hmm. He's not supposed to be here. He's got like poison. You know, he, he's got needles with him all the time. <laughs> Imagine just being so fucking psycho. Dude, it's crazy. Imagine with working needles. with this guy and not immediately <laughs> fucking calling the police. Yeah. Like, dude, I would see him walking down the road and call the police be like, yeah, you might want to check that yeah, out. Dude, like, I this don't know. Guy's something's weird, weird about him. Yeah. This guy's a goofball. <laughs> he sounds cre like creepy. Yeah, no, I need to see a picture. Yeah, of yeah I'll show too. you in a minute. Uh, apparently sounds... there's a movie about him, which I, now I want to say. Uh, yeah, so... He he injected insulin into this guy's thing, and he died of yeah. insulin overdose. And the police were like, why did you give him so much? Or not the police, the hospital was like, why did you give him so much insulin? And she's like, I've never given him insulin. Like, he doesn't take insulin. I don't give him insulin. And they fired her. Really? Instead of doing an investigation on Cullen, which is fucking crazy. It's knucklehead behavior. Yeah, man. Uh, he was fired from the hospital after breaking a patient's arm after fighting with them. Wow. Trying to inject them with needles. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. And, and, <laughs> yeah, exactly. dude. and still no fucking police report was filed. Yeah, this is insane. Dude. So, yeah. Everyone that's worked with this guy was a fucking idiot. Yeah. So he moves on to um, another hospital. I mean, I think he... I don't know if he bounced around to a couple more, but like I said, within the New, York, uh, New Jersey and uh, Pennsylvania a Avenue... So anyway, in two thousand, like two thousand two, two thousand three, he winds up working at Somerset Hospital, uh, okay. and, and he befriends this woman. And this is in Pennsylvania still, or Connecticut? I believe Somerset's Pennsylvania. Okay, Somerset, I think is. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. So he befriends this woman named Amy Lawfren, and they're like really good friends. They have lunch together. They talk all the time. Um, and obviously he's still killing all these people. So, finally, the cops are like, this is ridiculous. This guy, you know, everywhere he goes, people are dying left and right. Yeah, gee whiz. Wonder who it so is. So, they're trying to get a confession out of him, and they can't. So, they enlist this Amy woman. They're like, you're really good friends with him. Would you wear a wire and get confessions out of him? Right. And she's like, at first, she's like, no, I don't want to do that. She's like, he wouldn't do that. Where would he even get the, you know, the narcotics or whatever? Because they had a system there where they're like, you had to put in a like a code to get a medication out of this like locked cabinet mm -hmm. and it would open up and you take what you needed and it would it would chart all of it so it turns out he was putting in the code for tylenol oh. every time and instead of taking tylenol he would take this to joxin mm -hmm. um so after she found that out because she went through all the records and she's like uh you know she's mm -hmm. like fine and she finally she goes to him and she's like trying to get a confession out of him at lunch and he will not he will not give it up not give it up not give it up and finally she gets it out of him and they um obviously they arrest him and take him in and he's sentenced to 11 consecutive life sentences nice um, and he takes a plea with no death penalty because he, he like they wanted information out of him to right get, so yeah he's over a hundred victims are suspected to have been killed by him and he's living out his days in prison Good for him yeah, to be dude. out there good in prison. For him. No, good for him to still be alive and in prison, because that's what I want. I want that guy to be fucking... Dude, I hope that guy... Yeah, dude. I hope that guy is getting oh, fucked up creep. every yeah. single day. Creep. That's all I can hope. Like, hearing a story like that, dude, all dude, I can hope... Him. He looks like a fucking psycho. Oh, yeah. What's his name again? Picture. Uh... Charlie Cullen. Dude, that's oh, what I mean. Dude, that guy could be wearing death. a sweater vest, walking a dog, like, you know, holding hands with, like, a fucking woman walking down, like, the road. And I'd still be like, call the police on that yeah, guy. He's dude. a fucking animal. So there's two movies about him. There's a 2008 direct-to-video film, Killer Nurse, and an upcoming film called The Good Nurse. That's about him. So I'd be very interested in seeing dude, that. Dude, I want to watch that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I all I can, like, hope when I hear shit like this 
is uh, really uh, well first off i wish that the guy was better at chemistry in the beginning yeah and just killed himself and just killed himself right away which like it's, I would feel bad about saying, but also, guess what? I have no fucking sympathy well, for Well, yeah, you killed a like hundred people. Right, at least. And the sad thing, I mean, it's sad either way, but it's like, these elderly people, how afraid are they to be yeah, in the exactly. hospital in the first place? Because you never know, and then you got this fucking scumbag. That's what I mean, dude. Like, all, all of them, man. They're, all Ugh. of them are fucking just, it, yeah. But, I want to know what the dejection is for. Yeah, I don't know. You Hold know, on, like, why is it there? Up. Right. Like, it's got to be for something can't just just be a poison to like, right no like so what it's a uh probably like a numbing anti-arrhythmic and blood pressure support it can treat heart failure and heart rhythm rhythm problems hmm. so it's probably the amount that he gave yeah yeah really of yeah it was probably like just, heart yeah, failure just shut down yeah i couldn't think of like yeah why that know, would it be so- it just sounds like a poison it does right, exactly like it's, it sounds like that's what yeah. you give to people if you want to euthanize he does he would take arsenic out of <laughs> yeah, the fucking yeah, that's what yeah exactly like. right but he's uh, then he's like oh yeah it's mer- they're all mercy killings meanwhile like there's people getting better signed out to go home that day dude, and there's a sunburn victim. yeah exactly yeah. no dude that's why i hope that he's getting his fucking mercy ass kickings and fucking rapes every day in prison hell yeah dude and that's the thing like Part of me feels like like I shouldn't be saying this shit, but at the same time, dude, it's like, look, I have zero fucking mercy. I wouldn't wish any of that shit on anyone. They're not but people at these, this point. Yeah, either. that's that's what I was gonna get to. Like, to me, you do shit like that, dude. Like, you're not. First off, just the thing about abusing the animals alone, alone, right? Like, you're no longer a human being. You don't deserve human being rights. And like, sadly, that is like the least of his. Crimes. That's what I'm like, saying. That is insane. That's what I'm saying. Like. And the least, the least of the bad shit that he did, the lowest on the fucking totem pole. I like to me, you're not a human. Right. You don't deserve human rights. And the fact that a woman procreated with him twice is fucking insane. To yeah, me. exactly. Yeah, what, what that guy is fucking creepy. exactly. He look for the listeners. He looks like a serial killer. Like that's he just does. Yeah, he just he, looks like a psycho. Right. Um. All right. Well, we are running out of time, so it's a good thing that mine's short. Oh man, I feel bad. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. It's my. I wanted this. I was actually really stoked that you guys filled up so much time because mine's kind of short. Um, I was gonna do research and do what you guys did, but actually talking to Nick today, and uh, he gave me the idea to go with this one, um, because me and him have like a story about this one. We encountered the guy. Um, I'm kidding. So, um, there is like, it's like, I, my cousin killer? has fucking never told me about no. a serial yeah, and, and this may be, you know, I think we could all agree. We're probably at a time in the podcast where in, in, uh, history where like, I couldn't remember if I've told this story on the podcast or not. All I know is I've probably told one of you guys or both of you guys this story, but I'm going to say it anyway. And, uh, it's on topic. So here we go. There is a local legend and I'm going to call it a legend because, Unfortunately, I can't prove it that any of it is true. But I know people who have seen the proof, meaning the reports about it. Um, there, w- the man was called uh, the Mad Doctor. Okay, um, local to our area oh, is right. the Appalachian Trail. Uh, one of the trailheads for the Appalachian Trail. You can get right to there from uh, Stormville Mountain, which is where I live. Woo woo. Oh, I thought you were about to like ask questions. I'd no. like, oh, hold up. You live in Stormville? <laughs> All right. Um, so this guy, he lived off the Appalachian Trail. And what he would do is, and we're talking, um, m- my parents grew up when this guy was a legend. So I'm going to say, we're talking like early 1900s because the reports about this guy were in papers, newspapers, that my great grandmother had saved, and I still have not been able to find. Wow. Yeah, um, she actually used to write for the newspaper too. Like, I think she did like a thing on him. Well, that's really cool. Yeah. If you could find that. Oh, dude, I've been I've been trying for years. That's like, I, super I would cool, love to. Man. So I think I think that that part's true. But I did hear from one of my cousins that that the paper was owned by my like uh, the paper where it was reported was in the possession of my grandma, my great grandmother at one point, that wow. part I have been told, but it, the, as far as like the writing, I don't know. But, um, anyhow, so this guy was called a mad doctor. He lived off the Appalachian trail. And what he would do is he would just go and take unsuspecting hikers in the middle of the night, whatever, uh, lonely hikers, um, whether they were like sleeping or they were just walking by themselves, whatever. 
and he would take them back to uh his his property and to explain his property when you're walking on the Appalachian Trail there there comes a point where you're kind of you're on the trail and you're on it's like a gravel-ish path kind of a thing um and you're basically on the side of the mountain and it, like immediately to your right is just a cliff like not cliff but you know straight fucking pitch down the mountain trees and shit to your left is straight pitch up the mountain so you're kind of like doing like a little catwalk around the side right and eventually you come to a point where and it's so hard to explain because it's even harder to remember but um you come to a point where if you veer off of the trail a bit you can walk like i would say a hundred yards and you get to his property his property had the a driveway leading up to his big house and along the driveway on both sides left and right were like these little concrete huts um on the way up there and i can't remember because i don't remember ever seeing this part by the way i the reason nick knew about the story is because me and him had hiked there to see it one night and then we ended up bailing on it when we were in like high school but i have gone there before i have gone there before actually the only time i've ever actually been on the property was mischief night when i was like fucking 13 is this the one where your brother's like that the time when i was with nick and my brothers knew i was going and hid in the woods and scared the shit out of us so we got the fuck out of it yeah my brothers are animals so um yeah they're really they're goofballs so um yeah (laughs) so we had we had chicks with us too so it was kind of lame of them to do that but anyway um that's pretty dope it, it was kind of dope now to think about yeah. it but i yeah, was but hoping like to get my then. beak wet and yeah. they kind of fucked that up for me because <laughs> no one was wet. in the mood to do anything fun after that so anyhow um some would w- say that's not fun sorry all right so yeah, so are we the way the property would go is there would be the driveway and there was a huge fucking trench, right? It wasn't like a moat with water, but there was a huge fucking trench separating uh, the rest of the driveway from the continuation onto his house, right? And that's where there would be the little huts leading to the house. This big trench, the only way across it was a, and I can't remember if it was like a man-made bridge or if it was just wood laid across, whatever it was, but I'm almost positive that what i had heard was that it was a a man-made structure so it couldn't be moved and it was specifically the width of a military jeep um for those of you who do not know uh jeeps were originally a military vehicle this guy had a military vehicle i'm assuming that he either purchased it or was in the military however he came across when he had one and the thing to know about these is that jeeps themselves are very narrow but the jeeps back then and the military jeeps were more they were narrow but uniquely narrow so no other vehicle like this thing was spaced out perfectly so his tires could get across the fucking thing his vehicle only but no other vehicle would be able to get across it right now when i went there there were just the foundations for the huts the foundation for the house is completely fucking leveled. You can see like remnants of like foundation there, but like the ha- the the home is completely leveled. The huts are completely leveled, but you can you can still see like the foundations to them and this and that. My brother Dan, who is 10 years older than me, went when he was in high school and from his account when he went there, there was more of the huts there and he actually saw like shackles in the the huts. Ooh. Yeah. Now, again, take this with what you will. This could all be lies. I don't believe it to be lies. Um, But the story goes that that's what he would do. He would take hikers off the trail and do experiments on them in his little huts. Like, take an arm off of one, put it on another, shit like that. And then obviously... Yeah, exactly. Like, crazy shit on these. He would do, uh, you know, experiments experiments on them. And eventually, when the guy got caught, apparently, like, the military had to go in and fucking, like, destroy the place. Like, fucking whatever. Because, like... Yeah, like the guy was a fucking I dude, God, I have been trying for years to get more information on this guy. It is impossible to find out. Don't know why. Um probably struck him from the record. I have no idea. I have no idea. I remember finding like little bits and pieces on the internet, but God only knows where the fuck I found that shit if I were to find it today. 
Um, even if it is just an urban legend, it's a hell of a legend. And I did see the property with my, I've, I've been to the property and no one lives on the property right now. No, like yeah, there, there isn't, there. there, there's nothing to be lived in anymore. But yeah. again, we're talking about the Appalachian trail. We're talking about clearly there being foundations to these huts that I've heard in the legend that I've seen with my own eyes. Yeah. And there being foundation to the house or remnants of that where you could say there could have been a house here where that fits the legend. And I have, you know, obviously my brother, but, you know, he could have been lying. But like I say, could be all a lie, but I like to think it's not. I like to think it's real. I also yeah. like to think it's real. Yeah. yeah. It definitely could have happened back in the day. That's what I'm saying. It was it was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. That way. Um, which might be years. why which might be why it's so hard to fit because mm-hmm. it wasn't like it. It was local, dude. Like, it wasn't, like... I know, obviously, all of these stories are local to someone, but it wasn't very publicly known, I guess. Yeah, it's not like a national story. Right, exactly. So, but anyway, yeah, that's my story. And coincidentally, we're at the end of the podcast here, so let's spin the wheel and get our topic. Shall we? Uh, Oh! Nice, dude. Another brand new fucking topic. Uh, we're doing the strange, dark, mysterious. Uh, we are not going to be, uh, just basically copywriting Mr. Ballin, but I got the idea from him and I, for, we don't have a better name for it right now. So we're just calling it that for right now, but we will come up with one. Um, so sorry, Mr. Ballin. I know you're not listening, so it doesn't matter, but, um, where this story, this episode was about serial killers. That one's going to be, we're all going to come up with a, uh, one thing to talk, talk about. And it can be anything that is either strange, dark, or mysterious. It doesn't need to be, you know, all three, one or of any of them will, will suffice. So that's what we're doing next episode. All right, later. See ya. Peace. Solstice. Peace. Daddy of desserts. Wicka, wicka. Wicka, wicka. Saying peace. Peace. peace.